everyone! Welcome to the J&P's Happy Hour, where Jason and Perry bring you the most entertaining show you have ever drank to. So, sit back, take a shot with Jason and Perry, and enjoy the ride. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to J&P's Happy Hour. Mr. Jason. I'm How drunk already. How are you drunk already? Hell yeah. Well, I'm getting there. I'm trying to get there. I'm almost there. We're halfway there. Hell yeah. I'm drinking some strawberry shit today. Well, no, see the, the you know, you, you bringing that up kind of reminded me of the last time I got laid, I put the first inch in there and then I started singing Bon Jovi and said, we're all, we're halfway there. <laughs> oh my God. So how you been, man? How's everything uh, going? How's like, how's the last week been? Uh, weather's up and down. Don't know when the bars are going to reopen. So I'm still, uh, sitting home doing a whole lot of nothing. My, my daily activities, uh, watching a lot of John Taffer and bar rescue and taking the dog walking and, you know, same old shit, different day, man. You learning anything new off of bar rescue? Nothing. I didn't already know. Uh, Ah, uh, yes. I love I love it when I've done this for 30 years. Motherfucker, me too. <clears throat> well, I told everybody we're coming back, and I told you last episode, I'm definitely, I'm here to stick around, and, uh, uh, you know, glad to be back. Really, really glad to be back. Um, you know, a lot of things have happened. A lot of uh, good things have also transpired, especially here, you know, the, la- the last couple of months. Um, even though, you know, the coronavirus is set in. Um, well, hope, hopefully it's making its exit. I mean, I, you know, we talked about it a lot last time and I don't know, like I said, I, I just don't know what to believe and what not to. I mean, they're talking about how it can make a second round back when the temperatures start dropping again, come, you know, fall and winter. So I guess we just got to wait and see. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But I will tell you, you know, if they shut everything down again, once they reopen it, I don't know. I mean, I, you know. I don't know how much longer I can fucking make it. I'm broke, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking dying here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think you speak for, uh, you know, a good portion of, uh, Americans here. Uh, I think we're, we're all kind of a little broke. So, you know, it's, uh, have you heard anything back from snap program or anything like that? Yeah. I was denied. Cause I made six grand a month. Hell when I was working, I ain't make six grand a month. The dumb motherfuckers. I don't know where that came from. Yeah, you did say that. Did you not appeal it back? I called and left a message. I ain't heard nothing back yet. I ain't heard nothing back. Hmm. Great, wonderful government of ours. You know, I don't think that there's, you know, we, we kind of touched base on this last episode. I don't think that there's been as much money going out, you know, that's that's put out there. You know, it's it's. You know, I see it on news all the time, you know, and it's, you know, we have all this massive amount of money going out and none coming in, but we have a lot of people that's working, you know, there's still a lot of people out there that's working. You know, that's a good point. I'm glad you brought up because I will tell you what worries me as somebody that's been in the bar nightclub business since the early nineties, um, you know, I think when the bars reopen, I think they're going to get a pop for a week, maybe two. Hell, maybe even three. But uh, I think three's pushing it. But, you know, at least the first week or two, people are going to want to get out of the house or want to go, going to go out and have a beer. But these people that are working, 
that are continuously working that, you know, I got a friend of mine, you know, her and I've been talking and she's like, oh my God, I've never had this much money in my bank account because she's working, you know, they, they let her work from home. And, uh, but where she's not driving back and forth to work all the time and she's not going anywhere, you know, she's just, she's not spending any money. Yeah. And, uh, and she's not a bar hopper by any stretch of the imagination, but, uh, you know, she's not the only one you got these people, especially the people that go into the adult entertainment clubs. Cause you know, private dances aren't like what they used to be. You know, it's not, it's not $20 a song anymore. I mean, you're getting timed for hundreds of dollars and yes. You know, when you got these people that are sitting there that are continuously still, you know, they're still working and I don't care if it's the adult entertainment business or just a bar, you know, for people that, that frequent bars three to four nights a week, sometimes, you know, the people that are single that, you know, five to six nights a week, um, you know, they're going to see that money in their checking account or their savings account, you know, and, and going, Oh my God, you know, I didn't realize how much money I was spending. And on, on top of that, you know, humans are creatures of habit. And, you know, when you get them into a routine, you know, yeah, okay, three months ago, that routine was going going to the bar every night or, you know, three, four nights a week. And now that routine has become, you know, come home, do what you got to do, you know, do some stuff around the house, you know, whatever, whatever they've gotten used to doing because everybody's different. Right? Uh, and you're going to have the lonely people, the single people that, that do go back to the bars, but you know, a lot of people are going to realize how much money they were spending. And I, you know, and I hope I'm wrong. I mean, again, I mean, it's just my opinion, but you know, I think when everything opens back up that, uh, it's going to be a wait and see process. I mean, you know, I know you're in, you know, in the Texas area and, you know, there's already been a few bars around the Richmond area that have announced they're not going to reopen. And, uh, you know, I, you know, I just think you're going to have a lot of, a lot of small mom and pop businesses, restaurants, bars, whatever the case may be that uh that follow suit they're, they're not going to be able to reopen well you know i i think and just looking at it from a, an average perspective and and also with a foot in the door you know i i look at bars and i see the bar industry of what it is now you know and it's on the conspiracy theory side of things you know i hope that this is not you know, steadily being done to bring down the bar industry alone, because at the end of the day, that's really who it's affecting the absolute most as the bar nightclub industry, you know, across the board. It's, it's, I mean, it's decimating this industry. Um, like you wouldn't believe there's, yeah, sure. There's a bunch of, uh, bars and nightclubs out there. that's going to be up for sale here soon for dirt cheap. You know, it's just who's going to want to get in that business, you know? And, well, on, on the flip side of it, too, it's like you and I talked about, you know, being denied for a certain help, um, you know, and I'm not looking for any sympathy. I don't care. I mean, I'm making it, you know, I'm OK. But, you know, you, you, you take the take away the people that are still working that that see all the money they save by not going to the bars. But then you got to go to the flip side of the people that aren't still working that, you know, and I, you know, I know the power companies and the cable companies and phone companies are saying they're not going to turn anything off while this is going on. But when this shit stops and everybody goes back to work, they're going to want their money. Yes. And it's not, you know, gonna, you know they're, them having, they're still, they're, they're still billing you. They're not, they're not giving you yeah. these services for free. Yeah. And you know, you're going to have people that are, you know, thousands of dollars in debt. And we're not talking about credit cards and shit like that. We're talking about people that might be two, three months behind on a rent payment. <clears throat> 
So yeah, um, yeah. You have people that are two, three months behind on their power, their you know, their rent, their phone, their cable, their internet, you know, whatever the case may be. And you know, they're not going to have money to go back out to bars and restaurants. They they they're going to be sitting there stressing because, you know, I don't know how you know I don't know how the rest of the country is with power, but. Like Dominion Power here in Virginia, they're assholes. They don't care. You know, you call them and tell them, hey, I, you know, I can't pay my bill. I got kids. Okay, well, we're still going to turn it off. Pay us. And, yeah. I mean, they, they've actually put commercials out there saying we understand, you know, this is hard. The times are tough. We're not going to, you know, we're not going to disconnect anybody's, you know, uh, electricity during this tough time. But then at the very end of the commercial, they make sure that they put it in, you know, down at the bottom and they do say it i'll give them that at least they do say it and it's not just in you know really small font but they they make sure that they get across that they're going to continue billing you during this yes and you know so you're going to have people that go back to work that are going to be you know like i said take the credit cards and and shit like that out of, out of you know out of the equation you're going to have people that are fucking in debt just to pay their normal everyday bills yeah you know and that's uh, whenever it comes down to it, no, nothing is going to stop as far as the, the monetary aspect of any of this, the financial aspect. You know, uh, you're still going to have to pay your bills. It's just going to be set off for a little while. You know, the the twelve hundred dollars that people are getting, like that's that's going to be taken out in taxes. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because I'll be honest with you. You know, and you know, I'm, I know I'm going to sound ungrateful, and it you know I don't care. I really don't. But, okay, they want to send everybody $1,200. And they're talking about doing it again this month. Yep. Um, thank you. My fucking rent is $1,400. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know. What's 1200 really going to do? Yeah, I mean, you know, again, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's 1200 more than I had. But, you know, they want to stimulate the economy. And I mean, I'm not the only one. How the hell am I supposed to stimulate the economy when I need that $1,200 to go pay fucking, you know, household bills? Yeah. I mean, you know, and people can look down on me fucking for it all you want. Yeah. I mean, you know, I got a damn bachelor's degree in business administration and maybe I should have put my foot to the grind and went and found something that that's corporate and I could have still been working. I enjoy what I do. I enjoy the I enjoy the bars. I enjoy DJing. I have fun. I've met a lot of good people. Hell, that's how I met you. But yeah. you know, and maybe you know, maybe in a couple of years, I'll I'll move on and you and, and put my fucking you know. I got two degrees. I got I got an associate's in financial services, and I got the you know business uh, bachelor's of business administration. Maybe I'll put them to use. I don't know. But for right now, you know, I still enjoy what I do, and right, wrong, or indifferent. You know, that's, that's the position I put myself in. So I, I blame myself. I don't blame anybody for, you know, what I'm going through. Um, but it, it's just, you know, you never know what's going to happen. And, and, you know, here we are. I mean, but at the end of the day, I mean, like I said, do I appreciate $1,200? Sure. But w what the fuck did it really do? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, well, you know, I can tell you what it's, uh, what it's done, you know, and I've, I've walked into um, I've walked into, you know, Walmart. I had to go to Best Buy the other day, um, uh, you know, to get a few things for, uh, this podcast, um, and getting back into this show. And, you know, something I have noticed is people are out there spending that $1,200. They are really doing that. And that's wonderful, you know, but er goes back to the whole same thing. Like your bills are still going to be expected to be, you know, paid. So I hope everybody out there, 
that you're keeping track of this and you're able to pay your bills whenever all this is, uh, you know, done. Um, and you're able to go back to work and start making money. But when that time comes and you're able to do those things, that's when these people are going to want to want their, their payments right then and there, you know, so be prepared for that. I hope, well, yeah, I hope like everybody out there is you know, Dominion that. power, you know, like I said, they, they, they had the commercial talking about, uh, you know, that they weren't going to cut anybody's power off. And that's great. I mean, you know, I appreciate it, but you know, they, they flat out said they're going to continue to bill you. And depending on how much your power bill is, I mean, you know, mine, mine ranges about two fifty a month. Um, I don't know how anybody else's is. Cause I know when I was, in a, when I was in an apartment, you know, it was less, it was about one fifty a month, but I know some people, you know, like, you know, heat, you know, hot and cold don't bother me. So it takes a lot for me to turn my thermostat on. I'm, I'm good with a fan. I'm good with a, you know, I'm good with a space heater, but you know, a lot of people aren't like that. And, uh, you know, it's just one of those things to where, you know, I mean, I've seen people tell me their power bill was, you know, three, $400 a month. And, you know, if, if that's the case, I mean, if you got, you know, let's just say you got a $400 a month power bill and you're out of work for three months and your power is built up, you know, when you go back to work and they say, Hey, the country's open, you can work. And the power company is going to be like, Hey, you owe us 1200 bucks. Or you don't have any power. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do? Yeah. You know, and unfortunately I could see that coming to, you know, a good portion of people, you know, I mean, probably not even a majority, but you know, a good portion of people, I can see that coming to here, uh, in the near future, you know, I mean, this country is not going to stay locked down forever. Um, Definitely. And, and, you know, I, I really hope people are prepared for that and prepared for that inevitable. Um, people don't, uh, I mean, you know, and I, could, I, I could be wrong, but I don't, I just don't think people take that kind of stuff into consideration. I don't know. Oh, and they're like, Hey, they're not turning my power off. Let me, you know, let me go take this $1,200 and buy me a $900 TV. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, let me go buy me a 4k, you know, 65 inch HD TV and, you know, go buy some steaks for the grill. Uh, I unfortunately, mean, yeah, unfortunately I'm seeing that, you know, and don't get me wrong. You know, I, I, I think this is a tough time for all of us. You know, I have to really say thank you to all my friends out there because, uh, without my friend's help, you know, I might not be in a, the position I'm in right now, you know, so I'm blessed to really, really have those friends. You know, there's, there's been a couple in particular, you know, that, that says, Hey, you know, uh, I know being cooped up in a house for freaking, you know, two months is, really got to drive you nuts. Hey, get you, get your butt dressed. Let's go. You know, did you just talk about nuts and butt in the same sentence? Yes. Yes. I'm just making sure, (laughs) make sure I heard you right. I mean, I (laughs) I know you, I know you miss being so close to me, but damn man, come on now. Keep it together. You're my sunshine. My only sunshine. sunshine. You make me happy when my bedroom is black. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what color? You see you all these black walls behind me? Yes, I love it. Look good, don't it? Mm-hmm. I love watching you swallow. It fucking turns oh, me on. Thank you, thank you. It does. But you know, speaking of which, I mean, honestly, you know, when I got twelve hundred dollars, is when I decided to repaint my bedroom. I spent about you know, hundred twenty-five dollars on a couple of gallons of paint and some paint supplies and um. You know, a couple other things that I bought to redo in here, um, you know, but the rest of them went to pay fucking bills and, and, and buy groceries. Yeah. I mean, you know, did I have the extra 125, 150 to waste to like redo my bedroom? No, not really. But 
I was going crazy sitting around here doing nothing. Yeah. I mean, you, you know me. I mean, you've been around me. How busy do I stay? Oh, man. It's, it's, well, I mean, you, you as well as me. I mean, we have to stay busy. We've got to, you know, our, our brains need something to do quite but often. I, I mean, you know me. I was working five to six nights a week between the yes. strip club and other places. And, you know, I, and I, you know, somebody laughed at me today because I made the joke. I said, God damn, I ain't been this home. You know, this, I hadn't been at home this much since before I started kindergarten. But it's a fucking truth. Yeah. I mean, you know, once I started school, I was in school, man. And then, you know, you know, when I, when I graduated high school, about two months before I graduated, I was playing horn and keyboard in a beach music noise band. I mean, <laughs> you know, I've been going for a long time, brother. And, yeah. And to sit around here. Just stop. Yeah. You know, just nothing. Here you go. Sit down, shut up. And On a different note, can I, can I, can I be honest with you and tell you, tell you a secret, but it's completely honest and I'm not trying to be funny. What's that? Do you know how many times I fucking masturbated in the last five weeks? Oh my God. <laughs> I think we all have. <laughs> Sit around just getting bored and going, Hey, I wonder what, uh, wonder what's on my phone today. And dude, I woke up the other night. It was like three o'clock in the morning. I woke up the other night and, and I've never been one of those that woke up. Even when I was younger, I wasn't one of those people that woke up with a morning direction. It just wasn't me. I, you know, I didn't, I don't know what the hell I was dreaming about. Cause I damn sure didn't fucking remember. But <laughs> I, but I, I woke up and this motherfucker was hard enough to cut diamonds. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, damn, we already did this once, but if you want to do it again, I ain't doing nothing else. <laughs> the coronavirus is bringing the prim primitive animals out in this. <laughs> Dude, got, my wrist muscles are, are better right now than they have been since I was like 16 years old. I'm telling you, man, I, I think I've gained some muscle mass in my, in my forearms here. <laughs> Dude, I told you, I told you last episode. That's why I had to start using both hands. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, one arm was bigger than the other. One. I was like, motherfucker, you got to catch up. I'm telling you. Oh my God. You know, and, and, and people think you're being funny. Like Jason, what'd you do today? Well, I beat my dick three times. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Really? What'd you do? No, seriously. I was, I'm not fucking playing. Really? And that's kind of what I did. Uh, -uh. So are you telling me that you've been masturbating as much as I have? Probably more, probably more. <laughs> there well, was one be day, honest with you, man. Can you right. see me real good? Do I look good on camera right now? Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, you look like you should be part of a, uh, Motley Crue video right here. Well, kind of where I was going with that. There's been a couple of times that shit's actually shot up to my fucking hair. I look like Cameron Diaz and whatever that fucking movie was. <laughs> <laughs> making your own uh your own hell, hair gel are you there's something about there's something about jason mm -hmm. all right look <laughs> i gotta know i gotta i gotta ask you a question okay i'm gonna get personal is that all right yes yes okay now For you nothing is too personal okay all right i just want to make sure now now see when you were here yes you were living with this wonderful, lovely young lady. Oh, God. Wonderful and lovely. Well, I'm trying to be nice. Wonderful and lovely will explain her uh, funeral. That, that, okay. that, no, just, just, you just hear me out here. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Because you, 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 know, you, you, you told me a lot of shit. And I ain't going into what you told me. It's fine. 
but you, you stayed for quite a while. But and and this is this is where I have a little issue with your story. By the way, okay, this is where because I know how my fucked up mind works. Yes, you told me you won't sleep with her. Yes, I was damn sure not trying to sleep with her. I didn't say you weren't trying to. You said you weren't. There's a difference. Well, no, for a very very long time I was not. Like for eight months we didn't sleep. We didn't have anything to do with each other on that end. Okay, well, you know, see, that, that that's where I'm kind of going with this. Because for me to stick around and put up with some of that shit you told me about, there better be fireworks shooting out that pussy. Yes, yes, but there was not. And 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 then you go into the fucking witness protection program, and I don't hear from you forever. So so just, you know, <laughs> let's well, talk to me. So, um, hold on, hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, See what happened was all right. Go ahead. Yeah, actually, that's exactly what I was about to say. So, uh, taking the words right out of my mouth here, Jason. Needless to say, um, she, uh, I had found out that she had found herself a new boo thing. Thank God. And I kind of figured that that you know, in all reality, that would keep her attention somewhere um she let miss boo thing or mr oh, boo you, thing, you said she found her a new one yeah she found her a new one ended up uh letting him take my bike my bike that i'd paid for that i could not get the hell out of there and he ended up wrecking my bike and from what i was told the love of her life wrecked my bike and had passed away in the process of wrecking my bike Um, okay. All right. Do we have any more of that? Is that, are we done with that? Oh yeah, we're done with that. That's it? That's it. So now she's sad again. She has nobody in her life. All right, um, look. All right, look. I'm going to send her a friend request on Facebook. Let me see if I can find her. Yes. All right. Let's see. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm gonna let uh, I'm gonna let our producers worry about that. Uh, Sorry, buddy. None of these pictures look like her, dude. No, um, I don't know. Hell, I don't even know that I can get to her, get to her Facebook. I think I blocked her. No, I know I blocked her. Go look at your block people and tell me what her profile pic is. Give me one moment. I'll send her a message. Tell her to send me some nudes so I got new masturbation material. Uh, look, look. look. Does she have a hairy pussy? Tell me. Uh, yeah. She would not shave that to save anybody's life. Oh, so she got like the big afro going on. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now I got a new visual going on. All right, go ahead. Christian, this is when we insert the Jeopardy theme while he's looking. <laughs> All right. So she's got some weird. It looks like South Hill. It looks like what? It says, uh, God damn, that's hard to read. It's a little ass picture, man. Sorry. Here, no, I can't blow it up. 
it looks like the whole Brian Steakhouse thing, and it's all I can see is South Hill, maybe Strong or some shit like that. Let me type in South Hill and see what happens. So it's under uh, J.R. Bailey. J.R. Bailey. Okay. Yes. Because there a space between the J.R. to become top. So no, it's J.R. and then space Bailey. Ah, I found it. I have requested her. <clears throat> Look, if she sends me nudes, you want me to forward them on? No, you can sure? for yourself, buddy. Yeah, I don't you mind. Yourself. Oh, no. I, I really don't. I don't mind. Man, I think I'm really good to go on that one. All right. On a different note, you're safe. You're sound. It's all good. Yes. I'm joking. But, you know, I've actually heard, and I don't know how much sports you watch in these days, but they're actually saying that there might not be any sports until 2021. What are your feelings on that Yes, I've heard that, um, but I'm going to take a step backwards real fast and tell you exactly how I got that information. So upon leaving South oh, we're back. We're back to that again. Okay. All yeah, right. Yeah. You so, liked it, plus you didn't. You don't lie. No, hell no. Um, so <laughs> what sent me out of the damn state, um, I ended up changing my number. Um, Which time? Completely blocked her on Facebook. I said, which time? Oh, whenever I left there. I know, but you done changed your number like 25 times in the past three years. Yeah, only twice. Twice in the last couple of years. So, um, but I had changed my number whenever I had left there. Um, she somehow managed to get in touch with me. She ended up changing her, her uh, Facebook um, uh, putting into a new Facebook, she ended up messaging me. I went ahead and, uh, uh, you know, basically was trying to be nice. and was like, Hey, what's going on? What, what's up? What, what do you need type of thing? And that's where she starts telling me about this boyfriend and, you know, how they were going to get married and he ended up wrecking my bike and killing himself in the process, which, yeah, it's kind of an unbelievable story, but sure, it happens, whatever the case may be. Um, uh, the unbelievable part is her even having a boyfriend. Oh, because she's be nice. crazy. No, I'll not be nice about that one, Jason, because she's crazy. So, um, okay. In her defense on this one, really, in her defense. Do we fuck anything other than crazy? Either one of us. No, probably not. Okay, not then. Anymore, especially. Right. then leave I, the girl alone. <laughs> oh, no. I just, what are you trying to say, man? I'm not the one stalking her. She's stalking me, okay? okay She's finding out my number, calling look, 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 I all right. Here's the thing with me. All right, I ain't judging you. I, you know, look, you do your thing, all right? But in, in just say it. I don't know if I attract crazy or if I drive them crazy. I ain't figured it out yet. I'm still trying to work on that one. Well, I wonder if there's a surefire way to tell. I wonder if any lady out there can tell us why men would drive them crazy as opposed to them already being crazy. 
maybe it's the lack of antipsychotics in my system when I throw sperm in them. I don't know. <laughs> you don't have any drugs in your system, Jason. Neurotonin can't go through your body into sperm into them and calm them the frock down. Now, look, all bullshit aside, you know, yes. I can't speak for your, your, you know, I, you know, I won't dare with you and Miss Bailey, but like with my ex-wife, I mean, I'm not kidding. She's got a diagnosis that says she's fucking batshit crazy. That's what her diagnosis says. The bitch yeah. is batshit crazy. Says that <clears throat> on a piece of paper. Swear to God. Yes. yes. And she was one of them people that I don't know if you can see me at home, but if you're watching this, she'd take her medicine and she'd get way up here, right? She'd be way up here. Feeling good, should be good to be around. You know, sex was good. And then she stopped taking her medicine because she didn't think she needed no more, right? Then she started doing one of these. And the only thing that got better was the sex. Everything else going down the fuck hill. <laughs> and then she get way, and then she get way down here, right? Way down here. And the sex would be off the fucking chain. But everything else? No. Completely. No. Crazy. Yep. And I told her, I told her one day, I said, look, I said, you ain't been taking your medicine, have you? She's like, nope. I said, bring me that shit. She said, why? I said, because I'm going to take every fucking pill in that bottle, in all four bottles, and I'm going to fuck you about six times a day to make sure I shoot that shit into you, make sure you get it one way or the other. <laughs> I help and when I can. I'm a giver. her vaginal. I'm a giver. Vaginal or whatever. What, I'm what a would giver. Enter vaginal. <laughs> you will take this Lexapro vaginally. Shut the fuck up. Exactly. Maybe that's what all those men need to do. I don't know. Y'all tell how us. You, how do you take your lithium through sperm? <laughs> yeah. I wonder if it can pass through that way. Wonder if we have any doctors out there that can tell us if it could pass through that way. If that's the case, I think all men would probably start taking antipsychotics. Yeah, let's see. If she's accepted my request yet. Let me look. Because you know what? Once she accepts my request, then I can send her an invite to like your fucking personal page. Uh, no, no, she's blocked. From your fan page? I don't think that I can block anybody from there. Yeah, you actually can. Oh, I can? Good. Yeah, she'll probably be blocked from there. You're playing with fire, Jason. You're going to get me burned. That's called chlamydia. Yeah. <laughs> we'll call it whatever the hell you want to. Misery. Stephen you brought King. it up, Stephen King. Yeah. <laughs> Are you drinking White Zen? Mm-mm. No, it's strawberry um, Moscato. God, you are a bitch. No, 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 no. Today, uh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, today is Sunday. Um, we're doing this episode on Sunday, and all of the uh, liquor stores are closed. Not here, Jack. They were open till 7. Oh, wow. Uh, welcome to Virginia. Yeah, they, they, they switched all their hours. They used to be like 9 to 9, Monday through Friday, 9 to 7 on Saturday, and certain certain stores open on Sunday, but now they're 12 to 7, seven days a week. Oh, wow. During this shit. 
That's good. More people just relaxing. So, know, look, yeah, so, so leave Texas on a Friday, you can be here by Sunday and still buy liquor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, our drinks are refilled, and uh, we're back from getting rid of the last one. So, all right. Come on, man. This is your show right now because you, you'd have been one absent from all this. Talk to me. Okay. So, you know, I'm, uh, uh, I know we, we've been stepping on this because it's, it's kind of probably the main thing in everybody's life. But um, so as far as uh, uh, the, the outreach and or overreach of your local government, do you think they're overreaching or just outreaching? You really want me to piss somebody off today, don't you? Yes, I do. <laughs> and I want to be part of it. I want to piss somebody off, too. <laughs> okay, look. I'm going to tell you like I really feel because mm-hmm. I haven't had enough to drink. Again, I am not a Republican. I am not a Democrat. I am a fuck both of you party person. However, I will, I will concede this part. Our governor here, who has been, you know, who they showed pictures of in blackface and all that shit, if he had been a Republican, they would not have left him alone until he was out of office. But now it seems like everything is forgiven, and he's all hunky-dory, and he's whatever. He's a fucking moron. And, and it goes back to what I told you at the beginning. I'm not trying to... This is not a political thing for me. This is the... If they declared martial law, I'd be like, well, you know, they did. So, you know, we're, we're, we're at home. You know, you go out, you get what you get. Enough for you? Huh? Do you think that they've done enough for you? No, I don't. I told you they, you know, I, you know, you said you applied for unemployment and I applied for snap and, you know, I told you they declined me, but they sent me a letter saying I was declined and I had to delve into it a little bit. And to find that they were saying I was making six grand a month. I didn't make fucking six grand a month when I was working. And, you know, so, I mean, they've helped some. They haven't helped others. They, you know, I'm not a big fan of government. You know, we've talked about this before. I'm from Martinsville, Virginia. Um, I watched Clinton sign NAFTA in the early 90s, and it killed Martinsville. I watched all those furniture factory and textile jobs go overseas and it closed up the whole country, uh, country, the whole, the whole city. My uncle was a uh, supervisor for textile, for a textile mill for 25 years and his house was paid for. Um, he wasn't quite at the retirement age. He did need a little bit of money to, uh, to survive. And the only thing he could find was a job at a convenience store a few nights a week <clears throat> to make sure that he was okay. Um, you know, Martinsville was a very big blue collar town. It wasn't, you know, you know, it, it wasn't well, a lot of wealthy people. It was blue collar, but you know, people, people made a living. Um, my grandfather, you know, he actually moved from Tennessee down to Martinsville to take a job at American of Martinsville, um, years and years ago. And I'm just, <sighs> I, I just don't, you know, I, I don't care if you like Trump or if you don't. I don't care if you like Biden or you don't. I don't care which which side of the aisle you fall on. The sooner you realize that they're all out for themselves and not you, better off you're going to be. Not that it's going to change. I mean, nothing's, I mean, you know, nothing's going to change. And I'll give you an example of, of what I mean. 
Um, when Obama was elected, my big thing with Obama was I didn't think he was he was um, experienced enough because all he had ever been was a junior senator. And I'm a lot of things, but I'm not a hypocrite. And uh, but Obama, you know, he got elected. Some liked him, some didn't. You know, that's prerogative. Don't care either way. You know, you liked him, you did. Great. If you didn't, that's that's your problem. Uh, but when you know when Trump when Trump won the Republican nomination. You know, if I'm going to sit there and say somebody that had only been a junior senator didn't have enough experience to do it, how can I sit there and say, well, I'm going to vote for this guy that has absolutely zero experience? However, I was part of the Never Never Hillary movement, but living in Virginia, I knew she was going to win the state. Um, and I was okay with that because I already knew. And she won the state by by a pretty wide margin. And so I didn't, you know, I didn't take my time to go vote. Um, it wouldn't have done any good whether I'd have voted for her or Trump either way. You know, at the end of the day, she won by, you know, she won by a lot. He lost by a lot. So whether I'd have, whoever I'd have voted for, it wouldn't have mattered. And I wasn't going to take the time, you know, out of my day to go do something that I, I mean, really that I already knew the outcome of. And so, and where I'm going with that is, you know, they're, they're all in it, you know, Republicans, Democrats alike, they're all in it for themselves. If you yes. look at anybody, you know, if you look at anybody that's left office, their, their, their net worth is a whole hell of a lot more once they leave office than it was while they're in there. Yes, uh, sir. You know, so whether you're pro gun or anti gun or you're pro this or anti that, you know, they're, they're all taking money from one organization or the other to vote one way or the other. And, you know, I'm sorry. I, I wished I felt different. Hell, I wish the situation was different. And, you know, maybe, you know, maybe somewhere I'm wrong, but, you know, they're out for, they're out for number one. They, they don't care. They don't care about you. They don't care about me. They're, they're going to do what's best for them long term. I mean, Pelosi's a good example. I mean, you look at her, I think her salary is like two, three hundred thousand dollars a year. And, you know, she's worth millions of dollars. I mean, look it up. I mean, yeah. that's not that's not me saying I you know that I'm. I mean, hell, John McCain was the same way. He was a Republican. I mean, you know, so, um, you know, Mitch McConnell, he's a Republican, same way. You know, you look at him. He makes, you know, I mean, he makes more than the average citizen. But you know, look at all the money he's got. Where the fuck y'all think it's coming from? I mean, <laughs> they're not out for us, dude. I mean, it's just, you know, neither side. I mean, they're, they're not out for they're not out for the people. They'll sit there and tell you that to their blue in the fucking face. And some of them, you know, I, I'll give Obama this. I mean, you know, I'm 46 years old, and you know, I loved Ronald Reagan. However, you know, Ob Obama, in my opinion, is the most eloquent fucking speaker that we've ever had as a president. I motherfucker could talk his ass off. He'd be a great salesman. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And like I said that, that that's not saying I like him or I'm, I didn't because I'm not I'm not I, I'm not trying to be very political about it. I just you know, but Obama could sit there and, and talk to you. And but I, I'll give Obama this. This is this is where I that I, I will make the the um, comparison to. You know, whether you agree or disagree with Obama politically, Obama seems like one of those guys that you could go hang out with and bullshit and talk sports with and and whatever. And you know. You could have some disagreements with as far as policies and everything, but he, you know, you could talk to him like a human. Trump just seems like it don't matter who you talk to, he's gonna come across as an asshole. Yeah. Uh, 
And like I said, I get it on both sides of the issue. I mean, you know, I can see where the appeal is for some people and I can see where the disgust is for some people. It's just, but whether it's, it's Trump or anybody on down, dude, it's, I know I'm rambling, but it's just, uh, I, I don't think they're out for any of us. Yeah. And I have to agree with you, you know, and, and something to kind of help that point along as well as, you know, the, we've, we've kind of touched base on my, uh, conspiracy theory, uh, you know, that I'm hoping that this isn't, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, just perfect timing ploy to kind of shut down a bar industry because that's who it is affecting the most out of. Um, out here in Houston, I'm going to tell you this story. So out here in Houston, um, there is a, uh, uh, judge that kind of runs things out here, judge Lena Hidalgo. And, um, I'm sure it's, it's definitely hit all of the major news organizations where Onyx, um, here in Houston club Onyx, um, uh, was shut down 15 minutes after they had opened up. Yeah. I've, I've seen the story. Yes, sir. So. You know, she ends up, uh, well, I can't say she, but um, whomever from the local government goes down there. Or whatever the case may be, but they, that, that's how they pursued this raid. They came in, you know, guns drawn, everybody stopped what you're doing, get down, cut the music off. You know, we got to run IDs and all this other stuff just to basically tell them that they're shut down. So, you know, this club fights back and then uh, and, and gets a protective order against the city. And then there goes Ms. Judge Hidalgo, which there in turn, she goes out there and goes, you know what? Let's add some more lockdown time. So now the city of Houston is locked down. And I truly believe it's because Club Onyx opened up. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm just, you know. I mean, I read so much that I'm a, I'm a kind of wait and see kind of person. I don't, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I know it's an old, an old adage of, you know, you know what they say about assuming, but I mean, it's actually really true. I mean, when you stop and think about it, because one of the things, you know, that I've read and again, it's just, it's just reading it, but they say when the strip clubs open back up, you know, there'll be no private dances and no, you know, because of the social distancing and all that shit. Well, at the end of the day, you know, and you know, that's, that's where, you know, where, where I've been, you know, doing my work the past 20 plus years and I've watched, you know, stage money when I started was really good. Yes. But it's not anymore. You know, occasionally you'll have somebody go up there and throw some money because they want to look like a hot shit or whatever the case may be. But, you know, for the most part, the money's made in the VIP room. Yes, sir. And, you know, so all right, you're not going to allow private dances because of social distancing. So why even allow them to open? Because that's not only where the girls make their money, but that's where the club makes their money as well. Yes, sir. Well, you know, it, it, you know, and to be very uh, unbiased to be, you know, played devil's advocate. Yes. You know, they did say that all of all restaurants can open. And so they opened up as a restaurant, not a strip club. You know, but they still put all of the same exact things in place that any restaurant would put in place. You know, and that's that's what I say. You know, at the end of the day, you know, I don't think the restaurants themselves, small mom and pop restaurants, can handle too much more of this, let alone clubs. You know, but uh, 
I, and I hate to cut you off, but here here's my my view on it. Period in the story. Don't care if you like it or not. If a guy wants to go into a strip club and a girl wants to work, a guy wants to pay for a private dance and a girl wants to give him one. The last time I checked, whether you want to call us a, de- a democracy or a republic, we are still supposedly a free country. Yes. And if those two people want to take that chance on getting that close, you know, and they and, and people can talk about, well, oh my God, you can, you know, if you get it, you can go infect other people. My argument to that is those other people that you could possibly infect have the ability to stay the fuck at home. Period. N- nothing else needs to be said. Because you can, you know, I, I don't think the government should be involved. I think if you want to stay home, if they want to sit there and put out press release after press release, news conference after news conference, you know, urging you to stay home, you know, that's fine. I'm okay with that. But we're, you know, either declare martial law or let people live their lives and take their chances as they see fit. Yes. You know, and, and just like uh, just like I had said during the last episode, you know, at the end of the day, you know the risks um, more so more no, more now than you did, you know, a month ago. You definitely know the risks. So, you know, I think even now, you know, if you're willing to willing to risk going out and, uh, you know, getting private dances, you know, you might catch the corona. OK, well, you also might catch other things going out. You know, uh, you know the risk. It's a risk just to walk out of your own house each and every single day. You know? Well, I mean, I, you know, and you know, I'm I'm not going to sit here and give you the argument of the flu, you know, that because I mean I've seen people, you know, that 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 want to, you know, do whatever with that argument. And I'm like, sit up, people. You know, people can think what they want. I'm not saying I agree or disagree with the numbers on the flu. That's, you know, you you do what you got to do. But here's my thing. And I'm going to speak for me and me alone, and you you can chime in when I'm done. And but this was this has been before I worked in a strip club, while I worked in a strip club, when I wasn't working in a strip club. And I'm not trying to sound like fucking super stud here, but I've had you know I've been laid more than my fair share of times. And I'll be honest with you, I don't like condoms. I mean, really, if I got to wear one, I just don't see the point in having sex. I just don't. That's me not saying, you know, I get why they're out there. I'm telling you my opinion. This is me. Yes. But, you know, sober, shithoused, or somewhere in between, I've always known the risks of of going out and having unprotected sex. And luckily, I've, you know, I've not caught anything. Uh, well, I caught the clap when I was 16. But, you know, other than that, you know, good to go. Um, you know, but I knew the risk associated with it, but I chose to do it anyway. And I, I mean, you know, people can argue that this is different all they want to, but at the end of the day, and, and you know, I'm, you know, I know there's, I know there's some females out there that are, that are, you know, particular over this, but, but I know there, you know, a lot of males are just, you know, they just don't care. Yeah. So, and I'm not criticizing anybody for what, you know, what they want to do one way or the other. I mean, really, I mean, if, 
I don't know. I hate to sound like an ass, but at the end of the day, I mean, if you're a female and your thing's going out and getting gang banged by six guys one night because you think it'll be fun, by all means, go do it. And I'm not, you know, and I'm not like encouraging you to do it. I'm saying if that's what you want to do, go do it because we we are free. We have that choice to make. Exactly. And but just like anything else in life, choices have consequences, whether it's me, you, or anybody else. And, you know, I'm just saying, all, all I'm saying is I don't care what you, you know, where you fall on the issue of the coronavirus. I just think that, you know, it should be your choice. If you want to stay home, stay home. If you want to go out, go out. I mean, if you want to open, open. If you want to stay, if you want to close your business, close your business. And if they want to put places, you know, if they want to put that in place for the government and, you know, and, and, and they suggest closing, not mandate it, but if they suggest it, and then you can apply for grants and loans and everything else because you chose to follow their, you know, their suggestions by closing, then that's fine too. I'm okay with that. I just, you know, like I said, until, you know, and I'm okay if they decide to declare martial law. And I'm like, well, they declared it, so here we are. I'm not going to sit here and bitch about it. I'm just saying you, you, you can't not do one or the other. That's just me. Yes. So, Jason, what are you drinking this week? I'm still drinking Mountain Dew and bourbon. Mountain Dew and bourbon. And you're still drinking the bitch drink. Yes, I'm drinking the uh, strawberry Moscato. Yeah, but at the end of the day, dude, I mean, I like I said, I mean, I said this last time, I'll say it again. My big thing is I just, you know, I love you to death. And I, I you know, of course, I hope you're okay, but I, I hope everybody just, you know, however they choose to get through this, that they're, that, that they're well and they're getting through it. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's a trying time for, for, for the country. It's a trying time for the, for everybody around the world because people are handling it differently. Countries are handling it differently. Everybody's got their opinion. You know, I just, you know, but it, I don't care, man. I don't, I don't care what you think of it or how you're handling it. I just, you know, I just hope, you know, and if you're listening to this, if you're within the sound of my voice, yes, I'm talking to you. I hope you're okay. And I, you know, and if there's anything that we can do, you know, like I said, you know, he and I are both single fathers and we're struggling, man. But if we can help you, you know, we, we will. And, uh, you know, even if it's just, you know, if you're in the Texas area and you want to swing by his house and have a drink, or if you're in the Richmond area, you want to swing by mine and have a drink, man, come on. I'll pull it, motherfucker. I don't care. Exactly. You know, just anything to, uh, anything to help you ease the day. So, and I love you too, brother. I really appreciate it, you know? Um, and he's exactly right. I hope that everybody out there is, is staying safe and will continue to stay safe. And if, you know, you just need somebody to talk to, you know, get your money. Get some things off your mind. You're always more than welcome to, I'm sure, call him, call me, or get in touch with us. Uh, you know, through social media, we'll we'll sit down and talk with you. But again, if if you're out there and you're struggling, you know, we will, you know, send us some stuff on uh, on social media. We'll be more than happy to share your your OnlyFans, your my free cams, whatever you're doing. Um, my Instagram, my Twitter, my Facebook is J Brandon Ingram, and. Uh, We'll get Perry's social media back up and running here soon. I'll, I'll share one this week. Actually, I'll share two with you. Um, you know, if you can go to OnlyFans.com forward slash Dahlia Craven, cute, sexy little redhead, or um, on my free cams at Dahlia underscore Craven. And I'll throw a shout out to my porn star man from Las Vegas, the one and only King Cure. He's on OnlyFans.com slash King's Playhouse. So um, check them both out. Like I said, help us out when we where you can. And, um, you know, just 
I hate to sound, uh, Harry, I hate to sound, I don't even know what the word I'm looking for is, but man, just be good to each other, man. I mean, we're all struggling right now. The golden rule, man, should definitely take into effect right now. I mean, because, you know, like I said, I mean, the, the bar and restaurant club industry is just, uh, you know, I mean, despite what you may think, you know, if you want to stay home, stay home. Nobody's going to fault you for it. You want to go out, go out. Nobody's going to fault you for that either. Because at the end of the day, I mean, again, I hate to sound like a broken record, but your your actions have consequences. So, um, you know, if you feel good staying at home, stay home. If you feel good going out and No sound. No matter what you do, I wish you well. Uh, you know, no matter who you are, what like what walk of life you're coming from, uh, whatever you're doing, whether you're still working, whether you're not, man, I just I hope everybody's okay through all this. And and again, you know, remember when you when you do go out, you don't know what people are going through. Uh, what you know, whether they're they're struggling for food, they're struggling for rent. Um, it, it it doesn't matter, man. Just just be good to everybody and, and understand that we're all we're all, at the end of the day we are all in this together. We're not Republicans, we're not Democrats, we're not independents. We are all in this together, and um, you know su- support as much as you can. Well said. You like that? I loved it. For once, I actually sounded politically correct, didn't I? Yes, yes, politically correct, but uh, very um, happen often. Yep. <laughs> I'm a dick. Well, thanks for joining us on the JP uh, Happy Hour. Don't forget about uh, about the Instagram, the Facebook, the the Twitter, Twitter the everything. <laughs> yeah, I get drunk enough. I might even put out a TikTok video. You never know. <laughs> Me and Perry might do a TikTok challenge. You never know what's going to happen. Ooh, ooh. I got you thinking now, don't I? Yeah, you definitely have me thinking now. But uh. <laughs> Until next time, folks, you know me, let it ride. Have a good night. Bye-bye.